With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Technology Expresso Radio, where we engage our listening audience in stimulating conversation related to the STEM career fields and everything IT here in the Atlanta area as well as across the nation. I'm here, uh, Dave Blackman, your co-host, along with uh, my co-host, Jacqueline Sanders. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Uh, it's a rainy night in Georgia but uh, we are full of energy. Like you said, we're here to provide you with stimulating conversation. That's S-T-E-M. And tonight, uh, I first want to uh, acknowledge that uh, those, whether you're listening live, first of all, welcome, as well as those that are listening to the archive. Uh, tonight, I just want to acknowledge that uh, the passing of Nelson Mandela, um, a great man I, in a lot of ways, uh, we were very blessed to have him for 95 years. So as far as I'm concerned, um, we are the ones that are uh, lost. He's definitely gone on to a better place, but we all are better off having had someone like him as an example. And it actually ties into tonight's show because this is a man who, who gave of himself above and beyond. I, I saw a quote even by uh, Obama on the Twitter feed, and it said he gave more than any one man, uh, you know, should and, and would ever have given. Uh, he went above and beyond. And I'm going to transition that because tonight we're talking with a very special a guest about a very special organization made up of many people who um, give from their heart. Uh, we like to coin the phrase that they're helpaholics. And the organization uh, you, we love to promote, which is BDPA, and specifically we're speaking tonight with Atlanta BDPA chapter um, and Derek Brown, the new president of Atlanta BDPA. He's actually the, the president of, of BDPA, but he is going to be holding that position uh, from 2014 to uh, 2015, so two years and he's just getting it kicked off, and that's what tonight's show is about. He's going to be sharing with our audience what his, the, the vision is for Atlanta BDPA, talk about the incoming officers that are going to be supporting and helping make that happen, as well as a very heartfelt appeal to our audience, to our listeners, if you're in the Atlanta area, to think about how you can give back. Uh, just like I said, uh, just like Nelson Mandela, um, none of us can can ever give what he gave. But if everybody does a small part, we can do great things together. So without further ado, first of all, I, I want to welcome, um, and along with Derek Brown, there's going to be some other officers um, of the uh, Atlanta chapter, including Josephine Reed, who we're really excited to, to have on the show as well, who's going to be talking about the HSCC program, the high school computer competition, very important. BDPA loves the kids. But, um, again, 
At this time, I first of all want to welcome Derek. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jacqueline. David, I'm glad to be here. Well, we're, we're excited to, for you to be here, and I know that you're going to fill up this next hour full of important information um, and uh, want people, you know, get a pen, get a piece of paper, because you may hear about a part of the program and the agenda that Derek has laid out. You want to take notes, but also you can always visit AtlantaBDPA.org, and also throughout the show we'll be telling you how you can get in contact with uh, Mr. Derek Brown and uh, Josephine Reed. So, again, sit back, uh, and Derek, take it away. (laughs) Thank you very much, Jacqueline. Um, It's interesting because there's so much to cover. There's so many things going on. There's so much happening, and we've got to try to fit it all in an hour, but we will endeavor to do so. I was kind of joking earlier with Jacqueline and David how I was at a business meeting at Perimeter. If you're familiar with the Atlanta area, you know that, you know, um, and if you know me, you probably know that I stay several, several miles away from the perimeter. I live further north of the city, and I was caught in traffic. It was raining. I'm listening to my radio. Jacqueline is texting me to say, remember, you, you've got a show to do, so get yourself home. I'm trying. The traffic is denying me, but I kept pushing, and I'm listening to the radio, and I'm hearing that Mandela's passed. And then, of course, my phone started buzzing, and I just wanted to echo what Jacqueline just said about Mandela, because when I think of him, I I think of profiles and courage. And for the most part, there is no way any of us can measure up to the kind of example he sets. But the point is, you look at someone like that, and you see that as an example, and you aspire to. So if he is a singular profile and courage for the entire globe, then I think we all need to ask ourselves, what can we do in what small part? as we go through our everyday stuck in traffic, trying to earn our everyday dollar to feed ourselves and our families, what thing can we do to move this planet forward? How can we be our own singular profile and courage? So that's what tonight is really about. I've got a lot that I would like to cover, and like I said, I'm going to try to fit it in. But first and foremost, this is an appeal. Like I said, uh, you know, um, at at our last meeting, you know, this is a, Volunteer organization, we need your help. It says that if you're logged on, this is the final wrap-up, Atlanta BDPA needs you. We each need you, all of us need each of you to try and be a singular profile and courage and help organization. We're focused on innovation, technology, and helping our youth as well as our adults in terms of professional development. That's what the program, that's what the year is going to be entirely about. Before I get into the details, first I want to Remind folks that we're sliding into Christmas. It's December, and if you're a member of BDPA, you should have gotten an email. The uh, time has come for us to support a family. We have adopted a family, and they have needs. And for those of us that have, please do give of yourself. Go to Eventbrite. The emails are out there. Please make a donation to Atlanta BDPA. Go to atlantabdpa.org, and this is our final push. Actually, the 7th is the last day we will be accepting donations. Next week, I will personally be playing Santa. So if you would help me fill my bag, I would greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, I would be remiss in not mentioning the fact that on this momentous evening, I am doing this radio show because I'm passionate about BDPA, even as I'm getting texts from several of my fraternity line brothers. I have been a member of Omega Psi for 21 years as of this day. So, root to the frat, just want to call that out. And now, on to what is most certainly critically important. BDPA, 2014. What's the plan? What's the strategy? What are we going to be focused on? What are we about? What are we trying to do? Well, from a strategic standpoint, We have averaged over the last two years under the guidance of Felicia Jones, the immediate past president, somewhere around 100 members. Now, of course, that's a very interesting number when over the last two years we've talked about activity and getting engaged and the true spirit of volunteerism. So we all want to increase that number. Let's double it. But we don't want 200 people in name only. We don't want 200 people on a spreadsheet. What we want 
is 200 people actively engaged in supporting the program. And the way I want to structure the next two years, I want to minimize the activity in terms of impact on your personal life while at the same time maximizing what you do for the community through your engagement. What does that mean? That means, you know, specifically what you're doing over the course of the year. You pick a part of organization in which you want to volunteer in a specific project, and you focus on helping make that program successful, whether it's by supporting it and helping pull it off to implementation or just participating and learning something from it and spreading that word even further, whether it's at the adult level or at the youth level. Both levels are critically important. Here in America, when it comes down to individuals involved in technology, we have a dearth. We don't have enough Americans involved in STEM. We are not filling the, the list for employees, and we're not putting the kids in school in technology sectors, and they're not graduating and coming out in technology sectors. We have to change that. We have to flip the script. We have to turn our model upside down. And on that point, I want to start to guide this conversation before I get into a great detail about the rest of the year, I want to, I want to focus on the kids a bit. And I've got the BDPA Director of Sites and HSC on the line here, Josephine Reed, and I just want her to take a moment to tell you a little bit about what we've been focused on with HSCC, that's our high school computer competition program, and Sites, and what we want to do with the youth and how we want to try to expand the program here in the Atlanta area, and hopefully set a model for the rest of BDPA. Josephine? Hello, Derek. Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, David. Thank you guys for having me on the show this evening. Absolutely. Um, as Derek stated, um, my name is Josephine Reed, and I am the Director of Sites with BDPA, the Atlanta chapter, and I specifically work with the youth in the HSCC program, which is the High School Computer Competition Program. And in the program, me and several other instructors, or I shouldn't say myself because I'm not very technical myself, but I have a group of passionate instructors who are um, very focused on helping this generation learn more about computer programming and web application development. In the program, we teach kids all about programming using the specific languages, HTML, CSS, SQL, and PHP. Um, they learn other soft skills such as how to present, you know, how to present themselves as well as their product once they're finished develop, developing it. They learn um, more about teamwork. They learn about um, self-confidence and a mirror of other soft skills that help them um, in their day-to-day -day lives as students, and one day it will help them um, as professionals. Um, so the HSCC has been geared toward helping teach students how to do web development for several years now. But in the next upcoming year, we're going to start focusing more on other areas of technology, such as mobile um, application development. If you work anywhere in the IT arena, you know that just as important as having a website is you know, having an app these days. So we want to start you know, incorporating mobile application development into the program so that we can prepare the students in this arena as well. Um, very excited about the year, um, this year, this upcoming year, because this is my second year doing it. So last year I was just trying to you know, figure things out and figure out you know, like how I could infuse my vision into the program but still keep the core, the STEM core um, of the program. and in working with other people in the BDPA board and other organizations in the community, I'm really excited about us fusing our resources together to really be able to target and impact more youth in the communities. So I'm really looking forward to working with all of those organizations, reaching more students, and hopefully soon, not just us, not just us continuing to take home trophies and places in the national competition, but seeing our students, you know, be headliners for new inventions, for new mobile apps, for new websites, or, you know, creating something really innovative and technical, technological that the world loves. Like, I believe that our students are capable of that. I believe that we get those type of students in our program, and I'm looking forward to um, 
the fruits of our labor being able to show that one day soon. Thank you so much, Josephine. Let, let me let me interject and do a little commentary. I don't mean to embarrass anyone, but one of the things <laughs> is Josephine is so humble, but she is doing an awesome job um, just coming in and, like you said, just applying your vision. And the, the beautiful part is you're still in your youth. I'm not going to call you a baby, but you're still in your youth. And you're a young person interacting with young people, and they can relate to you, and, and it, it shows. And, you know, there's a lot of young people that they're so busy with their, their life, you know, and when you're young, the last thing you're thinking about uh, and, uh, for a lot of people is giving back. And I think that it just is, it speaks volumes of your character that your commitment, I mean, the, all of those Saturdays that you're giving up, spending the time with the young people, I know at our banquet you talked about how even you have to make yourself available to them when they have questions throughout the week, day or night, whenever it hits them, and, and, and you have, were there for them. So first of all, major kudos to you uh, for being a leader in that aspect and, and um, sharing your talent with the, the organization and the, the young people. And, you know, the other thing is I, I transition and, and going to give it back to you, dear, because like I said, I know you have a lot to cover with our audience. You know, we are both Technology Express on Atlanta BDPA. We're kindred spirits because the whole message we're trying to get out to people is preparing people for the job market of the future today. It's going to be all about STEM and all about technology, and we're doing everything we can to get the word to people. You, you can't wait to act on this. You need, if, whoever's listening, if you've got, I myself, niece, nephews, great niece, nephews, kids, um, you, you need to get them engaged in this. You need to be having a conversation about STEM and how you're going to prepare them to excel in the, the job market not only in the job market, but whether they're going to not just be consumers of electronics and gadgets in the game, but be the innovators and the initiators. Um, there is so much space out there, and we need to be in that space. Um, otherwise, we're going to be on the outside looking in, and we're doing everything we can so that's not the case. So, again, let me turn it back over to, to, to Derek Brown. Um, and, and we're really excited and, and uh, really looking forward to having you back, Josephine, so we can talk more, um, talk to the young people. We're going to be uh, talking to some of the other chapters this Saturday at 9.30 a.m., broadcasting their registration for the HSCC. And, again, our mic is open to you, Josephine, anytime you want to come back, and, and we can definitely fill up an hour talking about the, the program that we have. So, Derek, definitely. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry? I just said definitely. Oh. <laughs> and so, Derek, I'm going to give it back over to you. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. And I just want to echo what you said and follow up with Josephine said. Definitely. Most definitely. Josephine and I have been spending a considerable amount of time talking about the very things you highlighted the fact that we can't just be consumers, the fact that we've got to figure out how to enact a cultural shift, and the fact that we can't do it all by ourselves, but if we do it as a, as a small group or allied with another small group and, a, and another large group and a medium group tossed together, then we can really make tremendous amounts of change. Again, it goes back to the message that we have for tonight's show, Atlanta BDPA needs you. I want to ask each and every one of you, what are you willing to do? We are not asking for a lot, just a little bit of a commitment. Volunteer some of your time. The effort is worthwhile. What Jacqueline said is absolutely right on point. STEM is the future. Technology points the way. BDPA can be a bridge to that future and a signpost on that path. That's what we want to be. That's what we will be. And what we're trying to do, again, doubling our efforts, building on the foundation that we've laid out there, what can we do to increase our efficiency and our effectiveness? Can we get 50 students to participate in the HSCC program as part of the computer competition? We wouldn't necessarily field a team at the national competition that large, but can we get 50 kids to participate in the program? 
before I continue, I just want to tell you the interesting story that Josie and I have been dealing with as we've been trying to elevate our program. We reached out. We've talked to other CIOs. We, we've talked to contacts at different organizations throughout the city. And it strikes me when we say, could we get a lab for 25 of our kids? And when I say our kids, I mean at-risk kids, kids in our community, not just one ethnicity, just any one of our kids, despite particular ethnicity they may be. And it's fascinating to get back. We don't have a lab that large. We, we aren't used to accommodating that many kids. And if you think about it, that's sad. That's, that's just not right. You can go across the water, across the big pond, and you will find whole nations engaged in taking their youth and pushing them into technology. We need to do that too. So, again, will you participate? Will you help? We need you. Please, we are trying to double our efforts. So get engaged. That's, that's what we're trying to do with sites, HSCC, STEM. That's what we're trying to do with the youth. So please get involved. But, again, it's not just the children. It's about the adults, too. So if you want to be a guidepost and you want to lead the youth, you need to be the exemplary example yourself. And for Atlanta BDPA, we're trying to put together a year, a new level, a new program in total that speaks to that. We're all about professional development. And speaking of professional development, I just want to highlight the fact that Jacqueline is not only the visionary, along with David Blackman, behind Technology Expresso, She's also the Vice President of Education and Professional Development for BDPA, and she serves on our board. So first, we want to thank her for that. Thank you, Jacqueline. We certainly do appreciate you and all of the time and effort you've put in over the years. Thank you, but Derek. Thank also, you so much. <laughs> there we go. I, I was waiting for it. <laughs> but also, I want to make the call that we, again, need more help. The board has some open positions. We currently do have a vice president of finance, that's Dion Johnson. She will be helping us in the push to increase our sponsor dollars. We also have a VP of member management, that's Tony Wells. She will be helping to drive the crusade to help recruit more of you folks out there. But we also need a vice president of business administration. That's the person who will serve behind me and will be the immediate next president for Atlanta BDPA. And we're also, at the very least, looking for a vice president of technology or webmaster, someone to help us with our IT presence out there, or a technology organization. We know we're talking to a tremendous number of technology people out there. Pick up a stick, get in the game, help us out. We certainly do need you. So without further ado, what does the year look like for professional development? What does it look like for adults? Well, one of the things we want to do on a monthly basis, and I, and I have to say that the year – in and of itself is going to be very aggressive. And this organization, especially the, the people who have been participating for the last two years, we've had a great deal of experience with, I guess you could call it, stretch goals. And sometimes we've almost stretched ourselves to the breaking point. We've tried to reach too high, push too far with not uh, the right amount of support, with not a lot of support. We've been very successful. But we've had to be wary because we've experienced some burnout. We don't want to do that again. But at the same time, we want to continue to aspire and push forward and try and get to the next level. So every month there will not only be a general body meeting, but we want to try to do workshops. We want to try to get engaged out there physically with technology events that are happening throughout the city. We want to do more virtual meetings. I don't know if all of you out there have, have noticed or paid attention, but Technology Expresso is very pervasive, and we had our first virtual meeting for Atlanta BDPA on this platform. We want to do more of those next year. If you can't get to the meeting spot in time, then at the very least, let's leverage the technology that we have available and get connected virtually and talk about the subjects that are important to us not just our particular ethnicity, but more from our economic level, our economic standpoint, the disparity that we have between the haves and the have-nots and those who don't know how to get to. That's what we want to work on. That's what we need to talk about when we mention adult professional development. How do you as an individual get to the next level and how, indeed, 
do you be the example for those that follow? You see, from a cultural shifting standpoint, we can't guide the youth if you can't do that as an adult. And unfortunately, what we found is a lot of us don't know how to do. That leads us into the 2014 year. Not only do we want to be focused on technology development and everything that's cutting edge and offering that up to our members, but we also want to talk about how you grow as an individual. How do you secure a promotion? How do you network? How do you brand yourself appropriately to do, as I like to say, lots of jobs? If you don't like the job you're in, you go about getting the next one. If you've been through five rounds of interviews and you still didn't get the job, how do you think critically about the things that you're missing so that you can figure it out and lock it the next go around? And once you've locked the job, how do you focus your eyes on total career development and grow yourself over a number of years to get only not to the monetary point of satisfaction that you need, but the career development satisfaction that's important to grow your spirit, your soul, so that you're not complacent, so that you're happy, so that you thoroughly enjoy doing what you do as an individual and what you do with the people with whom you engage. All of these are very important facets, and we want to continue to have these conversations on a month-by-month basis throughout the year. This is how we grow ourselves. This is how we as an organization will develop, in, in my personal opinion, and I welcome anyone out there to think differently or, or say we should try something different, this is how we pull others in. Because, really, we need to make sure Atlanta BDPA is marketing the appropriate brand to pull more people in, to do the things that you want to do. I am not the arbiter of right. I don't have all the answers. I just have a few ideas that I'm going to light on. And if you want to see something different, again, we need you. Get engaged. Tell us what it is you think you need to see. How can we help you? It's kind of funny. Like I was saying at the beginning, there's just a lot to cover, and there's so many points to talk about. We have a history. The folks on the board have a history. We have so many challenges, so many things that were almost insurmountable, but we overcame them, but still there was the, was the pain of crawling through some of those challenges, things like what do you people out there really want to see? And how can we get you engaged and help you be where you need to be and get you doing the thing that's right for you without breaking ourselves down? And I have to highlight that because, again, it's a volunteer organization. You know, uh, Jacqueline used the term helpaholics. Everyone who knows me knows I'm a helpaholic. I don't get paid for this, but I have a passion for doing it. D. Brown loves the kids. I love the grown-ups, too, but often enough, I will find myself marginalizing myself because I want to see someone else succeed. As I've grown older, I've become more wary of that, and I think the entire board would echo that sentiment. We're not going to do that. We're not going to continue down that path. What we, again, want to be is a guidepost. We want to open a doorway for you, and it will be entirely up to you if you want to walk through. So from a technological standpoint, What's BDPA opening the door for? What, what, what are we inviting you in to see in 2014? Well, I've come up with these things that I call technical superiority things, and I invite any of you out there to send me any email, any correspondence, any thoughts you may have around these things, or anything that you may want to add that you think might be of interest to the rest of the general body. The first quarter technological theme is going to be mobile apps and applications. Now, many of us have attended Microsoft seminars. We've seen mobility. We've looked at analytics. We've seen big data cut up multiple different ways and laid out on iPad platforms and all of that. I actually was – I've been to several myself. I was at one a day, as a matter of fact. But, again, when we talk about what we want to do for the Atlanta BDPA body, we always have to link the theme or the concept to professional and personal development. So if I'm talking about mobile applications and, and the apps that we can develop as, as, as individuals for ourselves or for the organizations within, within which we work, then what does that mean to you personally? How does that give you personal fulfillment? And for many of you, we you know we just have to break it down and be frank. It really comes down to how do you get paid? I've been to quite a few meetups, many of us have, where that always became the, the, the core of the conversation. How do you use what you're learning to put money in your pocket? 
And quite literally, that's one of the things we're going to talk about in the January meeting. As we introduce the schedule for the year, talk about the strategy of building and growing, doubling our efforts, and we lay out what we want to do from month to month, we're also going to slide into how do you put money in your pocket. It actually came from another BDPA member, John Fryer, and it was amusing to hear him say it, but he kept saying, I don't see people like me trying to use cutting-edge technology to put money in your pocket. So let's talk about that. I want to entertain that conversation as many times as is necessary. I, I think I'm, I'm pretty good at putting money in my pocket. So what can I do to help you do the same? When we talk about the first quarter technological theme of mobile applications, what things you should be doing to make yourself brand appropriately and highly marketable? That's going to be the concept, uh, the, uh, the point of focus for three months, January, February, and March. Do you need to be the developer of mobile applications? Can you go out there and read a bunch of gardener studies and then get yourself into a certification course? And bear in mind, certifications these days don't necessarily mean a whole lot. We've got to be very honest about that. A bunch of letters after our name do not translate necessarily into dollars. It translates into dollars of appropriate branding, and powerful skill set, and the fact that you can prove it to me. So if you want to talk about mobile apps and applications, let's lean deeply into it. Let's talk about what you need to do in order to get that skill set, lock it down, and use that in order to drive your career forward. Or for those of you that haven't locked a job, can you be a mobile app developer? What, what, what does it take? What do you need? Let's talk about how we can build a path to that. I want to make the technological discussions more integrated, more active, more purposeful, more useful. Often enough, we've been at meetings and we've talked about the technology, and we kind of just slid or glossed over what you need to do in order to use that, what we discussed, and, and put money in your pocket. We've got to figure that out. We've got to figure that out. So that's the first quarter. Jacqueline, could you pause for just a minute? Oh, absolutely. I I, I was just going to say, do you, do you need a glass of water? I mean, I know you really, I know you can talk, Gary. I know you do not have a problem. <laughs> but I have you, no you know problem. You know what I can. <laughs> so what just I wanted to do was see, I, I got two things. I wanted to end the first quarter technological concept discussion, see if anybody had a question. And you know how it is with me. I got a, a little one that just walked in here and said, Daddy, I need you to kiss me goodnight. So I, I need to do that, and then I'm going to be right back. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and very clearly, very evident, Derek Brown, he's a family man, has a full-time job, career. If you follow uh, Derek, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook, uh, or this is uh, his profile on Atlanta BDPA. This man has a full plate, but he still finds time in, in the next two years to lead Atlanta BDPA with a lot of zest and energy. So, um, and if you ever come out and get to see him in person or hear him speak, uh, he, he's a, a dynamic speaker, and uh, uh, people just flock to hear what he has to say, just full of energy. But let me also pause to say, first of all, to get in touch with Atlanta BDPA, you can always go to our website, atlantabdpa.org, but you can also email Derek directly, uh, just president at BD, atlantabdpa.org, or you can also reach out to Josephine Reed, her email address, and again, Josephine's the head of the high school computer competition, and you can email her at josephinereed at gmail.com. That's josephinereed at gmail.com. But again, you can visit the, the website as well. So with that, um, and to our listening audience, just to let you know, if you are maybe listening to this on your computer, you're welcome to, to tweet us. Uh, we have a tweet chat room open. Just use hashtag TechEXCafe. You can also, we have a chat room open right on the blogtalk.com website. So you can come join us at the, uh, just type in technologyexpresso.com, and it will take you straight to our blog talk chat room. Um, or if you're dialed in, I see we have some callers uh, dialed in as well. 
You can push one on your phone, and uh, that will uh, indicate to us that you have a question, and we'll open up your mic. So three different ways if you have a question for either Derek or Josephine or even myself tonight. So, Derek, I'm back. handing it back to you. All right. Thank you, Jacqueline. Well, I, I put my little sugar pie to bed, and I'm ready for us to move on to the next technological thing. Thank you for that, Jacqueline. Um, like I said, so I want to make the technological things actionable. That's critically important. So for the first quarter, we have mobile apps and applications. Just for general knowledge, understand that what I've decided to do was break the year up into four themes, and I want us to spend some time diving into those themes. And how I chose them is they are the hot technological concepts. They're cutting edge. And from an IT perspective, I think we as an organization partnering with other organizations so that we get the appropriate traction within our communities, we should be looking at these things. We should be talking about these things. These are the areas that we need to be focused on in trying to determine critically how we can leverage that technology to better ourselves. We're not doing that. That's what we need to be doing. So, again, for the first quarter, it was mobile apps and applications. For the second quarter, it's hybrid cloud and IT as a service broker. So everyone knows what the cloud is generally. Everyone talks about the cloud. The cloud is a thing up in the sky surrounded by blue, billowy, white, and, and bulbous. That's, that's, that's the way I kind of look at it because it makes me laugh. There's a whole nomenclature that's grown up around the cloud concept. What the cloud is is a computer in a rack in a server room. And what it really is is not necessarily a, a fundamental quantum twist in terms of technology itself. It's a fundamental twist in how that technology is leveraged. So when we talk about hybrid clouds, because we know there's been a lot of concern around security, how corporations leverage this, technology, all the names around cloud, and, and, and what does it really mean? What we're really trying to do is focus on how you can really make it actionable. Again, the same thing. And for 2013, Gardner has identified hybrid clouds as one of the top ten things that corporations are going to focus on. So what does that mean for you? That means that you want to try and understand the concept where some of your personal data as a corporation still remains with you, that you break up your data, so to speak, so that you maintain personal control over that which you feel is needs the most secure level of control, and everything else you parcel out and you put it on a cloud, whether it be a, a, a private cloud or a shared cloud. You have to develop a security paradigm to manage that, but it's possible. And as we try to leverage these, these huge server farms, these racks of computers for efficiency, and we try as organizations to lower our margins to increase our – well, rather say it differently, increase our profit margins and lower our costs so that we can offload some of this, this heft, what, what you've got to do is figure out what's most important to you, where is your risk, how can you build a hybrid cloud solution. Of course, it starts first with do you need a hybrid cloud solution in the first place? The business problem that you're trying to solve does it warrant utilization of cloud? And should you kind of lead yourself towards a service broker that can provide that to you? Do you want to build something on an Amazon cloud? The platform is huge. It has a certain level of efficiency. It's used for multiple things. Can you as a business leverage that? And will you incur any risk? For us as individuals, those are the questions we need to look at so that we look good for the corporation. Now, I just want to pause on that for a minute because I need for everyone to fully understand what it is I just said. For the second quarter theme, we're talking about hybrid clouds and IT as a service broker. How do you inject yourself into that corporate problem? How do you brand yourself effectively so that you can help resolve that problem for business? Do you just walk in and say you're the cloud expert and you put a bunch of letters after your name after you've taken a certification class? Or do you educate yourself critically and understand the who, what, when, where, how, and why of hybrid cloud solutions and where in the organization that you work for or the one in which you seek to work for, you can bring that skill set to bear and help them solve their most intractable problems. 
Those are the things that you need to be thinking about. And, again, going back to the first quarter theme, this is how you put money in your pocket. This is how we talk about technology and effectively leveraging it so that we can better ourselves. And, again, bringing it full circle for what we want Atlanta BDPA to be, if you do that and you stand out, then you're a beacon. You're a beacon to the rest of the adults in the organization that follow you and those outside who we would hope to join. And you're also an example for the kids so that they see that, you are doing the things that they may want to do, and you're getting paid a premium for it, and you enjoy it. Let's not forget that. It's very important that you like the thing that you do. So, again, second quarter theme, hybrid cloud computing, IT as a service. Then third quarter, I want to first focus on smart machines. And let me just say at this point that each of these technological areas, as a board, we still have to come together and talk about how we want to flesh that out and how we, want to, how we want the programs to officially go, who we want as a speaker, because, uh, again, and, and I mentioned this briefly before, I want this to be more interactive. I want this to be more engaging. So I really don't want to take an hour out of your month. I mean, say your day or your week, I don't want to take an hour out of your month so that you're listening to me or somebody else talk about hybrid clouds, and then you go home. Uh, that's, that's not helping anybody. That's, what that is is, a little bit interesting. It's not even a lot. And, and Derek, I want to piggyback on something you said too, because as you're running down the uh, the different topics, there may even be some listeners out in the audience that this might be your area of expertise, and you can reach out to to Derek if you want to speak. Maybe you would like to be a speaker at one of our future events, or you know someone, this is a way for you to get your brand out, uh, for you to establish yourself as an expert and, and to expand your network. So I just wanted to throw that in because uh, that came to mind as you were talking about that. Absolutely, Jacqueline, absolutely. Again, it, and this speaks to the operative word is interactive, right? If you're listening, if you are that expert or you know an expert, what we really want to do in 2014 is invite you to come and engage, not just talk, not just talk about, but fully engage. We want to do it a little bit differently. We want to have a conversation, and we want to try and lay out a plan. You know, you're not going to get all that done in an hour, but if this is a theme for three months, then what are we doing? We're, we're talking about it. We're introducing it. We're following on. We're getting people talking about how they can utilize what's being brought to bear in their personal lives. And if you're that expert, come and talk to us about that because I'm quite sure that there's someone out there that wants to transition into perhaps the space that you're driving, and they can use that and further their career. Please do reach out to us. It's absolutely essential. Again, Atlanta BDPA needs you. So I was going to move into the third quarter technological theme. Again, I'm calling these superiority themes because they speak to the very edge of what the, the, the industry has called the, the hottest trends. These are the hot things, the so-called things that the corporate organizations are going to be driving towards for at least the next one to two to even three years. We know technology moves fast, but some of these areas are so burning hot that they're not even being leveraged effectively yet because they don't necessarily know how. So when we talk uh, third quarter, what I want us to get into is smart machines. So I throw that out, and some folks have, have said, so, Derek, what's that? I mean, it's a, what is that, a computer? No, it's, 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 well, no, it is a computer, but it's what's being done to the computer and how it's used to resolve the business problem. So small machines basically speak to cognitive processing. We're talking IBM's Watson. We're talking smart machines. We're talking about being able to communicate with a computer so that it can resolve something that is inordinately complex and it quite possibly has to do with resolving huge amounts of data. Now, that's big. Everybody knows that. Big data in and of itself has been a theme for years. But it's funny because every time someone talks about big data, it's kind of wishy-washy, you know. You, you don't necessarily – well, someone will say they know it is and they'll explain it, and then you may hear something else from somebody else. Basically, big data is exactly what big data is. It's, it's big. It's just a whole lot of stuff. It's data. Now, what I want folks to think about, and again, it's me asking you to think critically, big data is just that. It's raw. What we want is information. 
information carries value. That means the data has been constructed to convey something. And what does a smart machine do? It takes that big data and it resolves it, and it provides value. So this is, this is very cutting edge. Would this be of interest to you as an individual? Would you think being an expert in this space could, again, put money in your pocket further your career? And more importantly, would you be passionate about the work? Would you work in the space for smart machines and say, every day I get up, I live to work with a machine like Watson because we're solving real-world problems, and on top of that, my machine won Jeopardy. Think about that. So, again, that, that's what I want to focus on in the third quarter, smart machines, how we can leverage that technology to further ourselves, our careers. And then finally in the fourth quarter, in one of my uh, chapter peers, another BDPA president, it's funny at this point I, I'm, I'm not certain, I think it might be Chad over in Houston, um, 3D printing. So everyone knows 3D printing is hot. If you follow it on Wall Street, the stocks are like wildfire. They, they are they're just shooting up in value. It's almost like the genomics era back in the late 90s and early 2000s before the crash. The, the, the promise is huge. Everyone is talking about printing a gun on a home 3D printer or using a 3D printer to fabricate a human body organ. All of this is technology, and, of course, a printer doesn't operate without programming. Many of you have a Hewlett-Packard or an Epson printer in your house, and there's hardware, firmware, and software that drives that. The software will reside on your computer or your server, and there's firmware that runs on the, on the board in the machine. All of that takes human ingenuity and innovation. It takes work. So when, we come, when it comes down to 3D printing, there's a whole technological paradigm that's going to be built up around that. It's already existing. Again, these corporations exist, but with it being cutting edge, Who's taking advantage of it? Are you? Are we talking about it? Are we talking about it as an ethnicity? Are we talking about it within our cultural group? Are we talking about it as American workers? Yeah, we are, but only for a few. Again, this is cutting-edge stuff. So from a technological superiority standpoint, this is something that we need, must be involved in. I don't even know who I would get to talk about this one yet, pushed it out in the fourth quarter, but again, what I wanted to belong on to was what's hot, what's going to attract attention. And again, since it attracts attention and it is cutting edge, ideally this can translate into career growth. For some of you, it will be your job. Lock your job, your first job. From there, you can grow your career. Will you be a software developer for 3D printing? Will you develop the, the, the programs that run on home computers so that you can actually help drive a 3D corporation, that's, that's the name of the company, 3D, a 3D corporation's 3D home printer? Or will you get engaged in the industrial level and be a developer for Stratasys, which develops printers, 3D printers for the industrial sector? And all of them are crossing over and trying to get into the, the home and that's a, that's a huge factory. But these are the names that you need to know. You know, X1, 3D printing, Stratasys, MakerBot. These are companies that produce 3D printers, and they need folks that are very much strong in science, technology, engineering, and math. They need the adults to get in there and get engaged immediately, and they need for us, all of us, to be helping build a pipeline for the youth so they can follow behind us and continue the trend in innovation. So with that being said, that closes off the technical superiority themes that we're going to focus on in 2014. Jacqueline, go ahead. Absolutely. And, and, and as you, you wrap up each of these sections, it, I just get so excited because I, I dare say people who are listening, even just listening to the, the list of topics, uh, I, I'm sure there's something that you heard that was new. Um, I myself had just heard um, not too long ago, long ago about the 3D printing. And actually, you know, as I do uh, in our blog, I talk about uh, toys for kids uh, related to STEM for Christmas time. And uh, Lego and Play-Doh 
actually are coming out with 3D printers for kids. So, um, you know, parents have to know about this stuff to get them the right toys, you know, get them learning toys. Start them um, on that path of curiosity young because I, I dare say if those toys are out there, some parents are buying those toys for their kids. It needs to be us. That, that's number one. I want to say that. The, the other thing is, and this was, I just had lunch this week with a recruiter, and one of the things she said, you know, and I, and I, I just want to, you know, quote her, people don't have to believe you or I, but as a recruiter who helps place people, she said that people can't stop learning. You have to keep learning. You have to keep yourself relevant. And whether you are comfortable where you are today, uh, working at an organization, maybe you've been there 10, 15 years, whatever the case may be, you, because of how fast technology changes, you cannot just sit there and rest. Technology is something that keeps moving. And, the, and, and I tie that to because not only Atlanta BDPA, they're bringing you all of the hot, relevant topics. Um, you get to do it in an environment, actually in a networking-type environment, but you're learning. Um, and it's, it's exciting, it's dynamic, it's full of energy. Um, and I dare say, no matter, you know, drag yourself, even when we have the face-to-face -face meetings, when you drag yourself to those meetings, because sometimes it's hard after a hard day of work, even for us, the officers, um, you know, making our way through Atlanta traffic, but we always leave the meetings energized. You know, if anything, you know, we got to bring ourselves back down because, it, you know, the evening is winding down. But we leave there full of energy and bouncing ideas off of each other. I, I, that's when I come home and start getting creative on the computer and you're going to see tweets and chats and I'm building something or other because I, I've now gotten my creativity up just from the energy that I, I, I get from BDPA. Um, so I just wanted to kind of just reinforce, and forgive me for jumping in on your airtime, uh, Derek. I told you I was going to give you as much as possible. But I just get excited about what you're talking about. No, you've you got to go right ahead, Jacqueline. You, I mean, as usual, you and I are completely in sync, and I just want to figure back on that. Jacqueline is absolutely right. We get together, we get energized, we shoot for the moon, and I want to tell all of you out there who are listening now, and when, if you're listening later because you will be able to go to Technology Expresso and hear this, and if you know someone who's not on tonight, I sincerely want you to share this link with them and have them listen to it. We shoot for the moon but there are only so many of us. So, again, the final roundup, Atlanta BDPA needs you. You see the energy that we exhibit. You see the things that we want to do. But I've got a day job. I've got a family. Did I mention I've got a day job? <laughs> it takes a lot of time. And I'm passionate about the things that I get engaged in, but I cannot do this alone. None of us can do this alone. We sincerely need you people to get engaged. And the main thing about that is if you get engaged and you partner with us, you get something out of it. You too can walk away with an exciting feeling, and we can expand this. Over the last few months, I've met with a couple of organizations. I've got lunches scheduled with people who are doing things in their own area. We're talking with folks across different ethnic areas. It doesn't matter if you're black or if you're Indian or if you're white or whatever. The fact of the matter is everyone wants to see our community do better and we're all trying to do a little bit here and a little bit there. We need to remain engaged and put some effort in. Notice I didn't say as much as you can. I'm not asking you to break yourself back and do something that you don't have the time to do. I'm asking you to pick a thing. Just pick a thing. Get engaged on that thing and help move the whole thing forward a little bit more. Because when all of us get together, then that's how you move a mountain. You can't move one by yourself. I don't care who you think you are. You just can't. I know I can't. And believe me, Jacqueline will tell you, I tried. It didn't work. So we need your help. We need your help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I, I know that, again, even with myself, and as you mentioned, I, I kind of hold down the professional development um, and uh, some of the people out there, you may have participated in, in the program. Um, and a lot of you, I know, have gotten things out of it, whether it's just professional growth, personal growth, just the camaraderie, the support group. We, we, we just, you know, we've seen people 
flourish and, and find themselves and find their ways through Atlanta BDPA. And what we need is for you just to find your way back. And, and I love what you, what you laid out for them. You don't have to do everything. Um, you don't have to dedicate gobs of times or even on a regular uh, basis, but any little bit that you can do, find what your thing is, find what your niche is, um, get get engaged in some way, and every little bit will help, whether it's helping feed the kids on Saturday, just bringing food, pick a Saturday where you can do that, uh, whether it's some of our um, – give back programs, whether it's stocking shelves at the, the shelter. Uh, Derek started us out talking about, you know, the, this is Christmas time and there's a family that we're going to make this a special Christmas. You can give in that way. So it, it's a little time, a little money, you know, and just even just spreading the word. All of that helps in any way that you can. So, um I, I really want to um, – I'm looking at our time, and time flies when you're talking about good stuff. And, and that's why, you know, we're Technology Express, though. Everything comes fast, hot, intense. We, we pile it on, but um, this is what we call stimulating conversation. And, uh, Derek, we really appreciate your time uh, tonight, and we really are looking forward to the energy uh, that you're going to bring to Atlanta BDPA in 2014. Would you please, before we close out, would you let people know how they can get in touch with you, uh, even if you want to talk specifically about some of the open positions or, um, you know, what, what you need from them, any specifics you want to give to them. Now, um, as I said to our, our listening audience, both those on the live show and the recorded, um, you know, after you listen to the show, Send the link to a friend. Pass it on. That's, that's the most important thing that you can do is get the word out to, to others. But, Derek, again, any final and specific appeals that you might have? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, I, I'm looking at my, at my screen here, and for some reason my time got off, Jack. I still got 33 minutes. And then I look down further, and I'm like, oh, the, the show's almost over. <laughs> like you said, this is what happens when we get engaged in good conversation, and you know we've done this kind of thing before. So I'm going to endeavor to be very swift. First, please go out to atlantabdpa.org. Take a look. Get a gander. See what we're about. My email address, president at atlantabdpa.org. Again, that's president at atlantabdpa.org on Twitter. I am Meet D.S. Brown. Again, that's Meet D.S. Brown. Tweet to me. Connect with me. Send me a message. Email me. Talk about some of the things that we've talked about tonight. Tell me if you're an expert. Tell me if you want to get engaged. And then what I would really want to do one more time is please another appeal, again, for the Christmas family. Go out to Atlanta BDPA. You'll see the link. We're closing the shop this weekend. If you can see your way to giving us another donation, again, I'm playing Santa Claus next week. Help me out. I want to do something wonderful for family this year and next year and the year after that. And please, I would love if you would be a part of it. And to try and end this, I want to talk about what's going to happen in January. Again, we're going to talk about the year. I'm going to go over the technological superiority themes, the things we just walked through. But I didn't even get a chance to go into the professional development stuff. Again, you know, there are things we have talked about for the last few years that we know all of you out there need. Those of you who know me know that one of my favorite themes, one of my favorite saying is build a network, leverage a network, create an opportunity. But I cannot tell you how often I've been to a networking event and you people don't know how to talk to each other. It's like you have met. Uh, splinter the rat or the predator or something. You hold up the wall. Don't hold the wall. Get off the wall. We're going to talk about how you can stop doing that, and we're going to run a few practice sessions. We can do that. As an organization, we can do that. We can do more than talk about it. We can engage in it. Again, we want to talk about interviewing skills. How do you interview and how do you sell yourself, which leads into your professional brand. Everything is about branding, and you cannot take it lightly. Who are you? How are you selling yourself effectively? And not selling yourself in a negative way, but rather 
How are you highlighting the things that differentiate you and make you great? Can I go out to a website and see www.iamhot.com? If not, why not? Everyone should have a website. Everyone should have a website. I say it again. Everyone should have a website, and I'm not just talking about LinkedIn. I got one to you. If I'm on an interview, I want to be able to tell the interviewer that they can go out there and see exactly who I am and why I'm right for the job. Absolutely. You should be able to do that. And then the last thing I'll mention, because there's so much, is one of the things that Gardner identified, and people who know me know I'm very passionate about this, is critical thinking, not just as an academic exercise, but something that you put in use every day. I'm so invested in it that I came up with my own methodology, 3FE, find, focus, establish the fundamentals, and execute. Gardner identifies this as one of the critical, critical skill sets to have as tomorrow's employer. Do you think critically? And I don't mean just the definition, but every time you get engaged in a problem-solving activity, do you break it down to its brass tacks? And do you know how to use critical thinking as a tool as opposed to just a concept? We're going to talk about that. We're going to try our best over the next year to develop these things as individuals and as a group. And please, come join us. We're Atlanta BDPA. We want to give you all of these things, and we want you to develop it and in time pay it forward. Jacqueline? Thank you. And, and um, um, I'm going to let my, my partner also uh, bring us home, but if nothing else, I think people, your takeaway from this is Atlanta BDPA 2014, they've got an exciting, Derek Brown, I should say, has got a signing lineup uh, along with the, the, the board, small as it is, uh, and with the support of our uh, past board members as well. Um, they've always been great supporters, and, and I know that they will be with us as well. And um, But I just want people to take away, there's a lot planned for 2014. Uh, there's a whole grand vision, and it's all about giving to you those things you need for the um, job market of the future, uh, for the opportunities of the future, so that you're not just a consumer. So if you like what you hear, find out what, where you fit in. Everybody has a place in this big picture. But I know, David, we haven't heard a lot from him tonight, but actually David was one of our uh, testimonials at our 2013 banquet. So um, for, I'll let from a, another perspective, why don't you go ahead and, and wrap up for the audience what they heard. And I dare say you will be hearing from Derek Brown often here on the, Atlanta, uh, on the uh, Technology Expresso uh, cafe, so yeah, reach out to him in between time, but know that you'll be hearing from him again on Technology Expresso Cafe. But David, I'll give it to you. Thanks a lot, Jacqueline. And uh, incidentally, everyone, I had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Derek Brown a few months ago, and you will find that interview in our archives at Technology Expresso. Um, he we, he and I, we spoke of the 3FE program and critical thinking. So listen in, find that, in, find that uh, recording, listen to it, get engaged, and reach out, and, and, and let's get active in the community here. That ends our show for the evening, everyone. As I mentioned, this show will be archived as well as our other shows. You can reach us at technologyexpresso.com. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. I'd like to thank, uh, thank Jacqueline and Mr. Brown, as well as Ms. Josephine Reed for joining us this evening. It's been very informative. Thank you all, and continued success. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.